Welcome to the Sip and Sort podcast. I'm Hannah, a teacher turned professional organizer with a passion for all things simple living. When it comes to getting and staying organized, it's never really about the bins and baskets. It's about being intentional and making space for what matters. Sometimes it's just about less. Less stuff, less busy, less ingredients, and less visual and mental clutter. Grab a cup of your favorite drink and join me as we sort out and simplify all aspects of our homes and lives. Good morning, guys. A lot of you reached out and showed interest in hearing me interview a Kanmari consultant. And I actually happen to know Michelle Domke, the first Kanmari consultant here in Ohio. So she is going to talk with you this morning. And I think that you are bound to hear a lot of things that you didn't expect. Stay tuned. Enjoy. Hi, Michelle. How are you? I'm good. Hi, Hannah. How are you? I'm good. Do you want to start by introducing yourself to our audience? Sure. Um, my name is Michelle Donkey, and I'm a certified KonMari consultant and professional organizer. Um, so I help people declutter, get organized, and create lives and spaces that spark joy. I love that. And were you someone that was always organized, or is this new to you? Um, I've generally always been organized, but I did in my teenage years experiment with having like a very, very messy room. <laughs> I did the same thing. And I think it was mostly because I liked being able to pick it up. <laughs> I, I feel the same way. Yeah. I would like really, really get messy where it, like you couldn't even see the floor and you're waiting through stuff and, you know, but yeah, I would love also cleaning it up. That's too funny. So what drew you to the KonMari training to become a professional organizer? Um, yeah, so I've always loved to be organized or loved organizing. And I was kind of wanting to change career paths. And the only thing that I was like drawn to was professional organizing. And so um, that's not really a job that you can just get. You really have to create it. And so I was kind of going through, I was still working full time, but I was going through this like kind of like process of creating something new for my life and I um was in a moment of lowness actually where I was like I don't know if I can ever get this business off the ground I don't know what I have to offer or who I am or, or why is what I can do helpful to anyone and so I had um Marie Kondo's book the life-changing magic of tidying up I had it for a couple of years on my bookshelf and I never read it because I was like oh I get it you know keep what sparks joy like whatever so I just picked it up to read it and um, on my lunch break when I was feeling down and it really spoke to me because it's so much more than, you know, just purchasing bins and like creating labeling things and like organizing things. It's really about that um, transformative side of, of things. And I think that we really have that in common when it comes to both of our businesses. Mm, yeah. Um, so we know when we think of the KonMari method, as as you just said, things that spark joy, um, people also talk about her folding techniques. What would you mm -hmm. say are the basic principles behind the method and what other aspects may people not realize or what are your favorite parts of it? Um, yeah, so like generally the basic principles are, are pretty simple and they might be things that you're familiar with. So, you know, um, the the does it spark joy question, um, only keeping what sparks joy, um, the organizing by category, not by room. So the categories have a particular order, starting with your clothes, 
and then your books and then papers and then miscellaneous, all this stuff around your house and sentimental last. Um, things like um, keeping like items together um, and um, discarding first without, um, without like organizing. So if we discard and then start to organize. So those are generally like the basic principles of it. But what I think is the most special part and the most important part and the part that um, often gets glossed over is that this is really a reflective process. So it's all about personal reflection, visualization, and actively choosing to live a life that sparks joy for you. And so you've got to, through this, really tap into what is that feeling of what sparks joy? What does that mean to you? Um, and another principle I didn't mention is the ideal lifestyle, the visualizing of the ideal lifestyle. That part is key and it's my favorite part of it. And it's most often the part that gets skipped by people. Like they dive right into um, cleaning out their drawers and folding things. But the ideal lifestyle is your direction that you're moving to toward um, and you're creating for your life. And it gives you guidance to um, help you make those tough decisions when you're deciding what to keep and what to let go of. It's your, it's your roadmap. And if you don't have that guiding principle for yourself, you know, it's hard to d decide what to keep and what to let go of because most of what we all have are perfectly good items. You know, we're blessed to live in a, in a country and have lives that we have so much. Um, and so it's hard to decide what to let go of when it seems perfectly good. I love everything you just said, because it's really not about the stuff, which sounds funny coming nope. from organizers, but it's not about the yeah, stuff. It's, it's about, about your life. Stuff. It's about your mm -hmm. life. How yeah. long, and I'm sure this is different for everyone, but how long on average would you say that this transformation <laughs> takes for your clients or the, you know, the people that you've specifically worked with? Yeah. So generally, when, when you're talking about a number of hours, it takes anywhere between 20 and 100 hours of actual tidying work to get your space done. But like, this is really a lifetime. This is not about, you know, doing it and finishing it. This is about learning a skill to actively reflect upon your life and your choices and your habits and decisions and the direction that you're taking your life on a daily basis. It's so true. And I think even for me, and I'm pretty minimalistic at this point in my life. But even for me, you know, I can go through every couple months and find things that have creeped their way in that, you know, I don't really need or want or value in any way. Yeah. And I think that what we sometimes don't realize is that as human beings, we are really changing every day. And sometimes that conflict, we create a conflict within ourselves because we felt one way one day and we feel differently another day. And if you can kind of embrace that and allow yourself to evolve and grow, then and and not focus on the stuff, focus on the what do you want and how do you feel and what feels best. Um, the stuff becomes less important overall, um, and the, and it becomes more about like how does this stuff serve your life, not like you using your life to manage your stuff. So true. And I always tell my clients when they're doing this with me, think about who you are now. What do you value mm -hmm. now? Which is mm -hmm. so hard. We get so stuck up on things. What are the big, yeah, I, well, go ahead. Well, just to add, like I, I 
I think of, yes, it's now when you're trying to break from like the past, think about now, but also think about like, I always encourage people to think about their future too. Like, what are you, where are you going and how does this stuff or this thing serve the life that you're creating, serve your future self, serve you tomorrow, you know, and, um, yeah. Is it elevating you? Is it supporting you? Or is it just like this thing you're holding, holding on to? It's so true. What are the biggest challenges that you see your clients go through or deal with? Um, so I would definitely say the biggest challenges are internal conflicts. Um, like if people sometimes have a hard time just accepting what they want like for themselves and like accepting that and choosing it and and like letting go of the shoulds the shoulds um the other thing that people struggle with a lot is guilt and obligation so usually guilt because they spent money on something or it was a gift that someone gave them or someone has passed away and they now have these things you know, left, left over or guilt because they used to be a certain way or value a certain thing or be a certain size. Um, and they don't have that anymore. So it's this attachment to that. So really overcoming those guilt obligation feelings and really, um, allowing themselves to accept like what they actually want, despite what they think they should be or do. Um, and I think sometimes judgment plays into that as well. Like they don't want to be judged for the choices that they make, but they also, you know, feel like they might want to be living their life in a different lives in a different way. So it's just kind of a self-acceptance. Um, and the other thing, one more thing would be sometimes people have trouble feeling their feelings and feeling how they actually feel about stuff. So, you know, it seems like, does it spark joy is a simple question, but when you're not sure how joy feels to you, it's a very difficult question and it can be overwhelming and it can be hard to make any choices or get any, get anywhere in, in changing anything about your life. And so, you know, yeah, it can be, it can be hard. And so sometimes I really push people to tell me feeling words like good is not a feeling word. Like what is an emotion behind that? How, you know, try to get people to be more descriptive in, in, in what they're, how they're describing things. So. I love that. And that's so true. And I think that's one of the key, the key factors in why someone would want to work with an organizer because mm -hmm. it's so hard emotionally. There's a lot that you yes. need to talk through and go through together. Yeah. And a lot of times you can't see, like you're in your own head and in your own stuff and in your own space and in your own emotional state all the time that you can't see a different perspective. And so a lot of what I do is just kind of be a mirror for people to say, like, you're saying this, and this is how you feel about this. Like just kind of saying it back to someone really opens up a new perspective that you like, you just, sometimes you just can't see things yourself. Absolutely. What suggestion would you give to someone that's interested in trying this method? So I would say um, to just be willing to be honest with yourself. 
So when you're thinking something or feeling something, like just trusting yourself, um, trusting your own judgment, um, and it's okay to let go. Like it's okay to let go of a life that you thought you wanted to live, but you're not actually living. It's okay to let go of things that you spent money on, but don't use. It's okay to let go of clothes that will honestly never fit you again. Um, and just like take time to sink into the reflective part of things um, so that this can be like, so that tidying and getting yourself organized can be something that is a lifelong like tool for you and not just a thing you do once. So true. I love that. What is your number one go-to organizing tip? Okay. So I would say um, that, well, there's two things, the, the like ideal lifestyle, which is kind of a bit what I already said, really thinking about what is your ideal lifestyle in the future? Where are you going? What is your roadmap? Um, and that could change. It doesn't have to be like the once, like, this is my ideal lifestyle for the rest of my life. Like, but just having a plan and a vision for yourself. And number two would be do all of your discarding first. Do not go shopping. Do not go buy bins. Do not go to the store. Don't go to Target. Do not go to the container store. I love them both, but don't go there. Um, but because most people, when they're going to get organized, they start there first. They go and buy an organizational system and it might be cute and it might be pretty, but nine times out of 10, it's not actually going to function for you. So you need to discard first and discard as much as you can kind of throughout your whole house, because you might have things that open up to you and you can use for other things. You know, you might have drawers or bins or whatever, like almost all of my clients, they never even have to buy anything because they've already bought so many organizational products, or we can just use really simple things like shoe boxes or whatever to, to, to get the space organized. And usually they're so happy with the results that it's like fun to find something that works within your own house um, that the buying a new organizational thing doesn't even matter. That's not to say I never do it. And that's not to say some people want to have a certain look for their space. And that's totally cool too. Like if you love that and you want to do that and make you happy, do it, but discard first um, because then you can really like buy something that is effective for your space and what you're trying to create. And you're not then try trying to like fit your stuff into a thing you already bought. I love that, Michelle. You're speaking my language. I, <laughs> I always tell people it's not about the bins and baskets, mm -hmm. but isn't it funny how when you do the discarding first, the organizing part just comes naturally? Oh, it's so easy. It's magic. Like every time I can't even tell you like, how often that happens where, and then often too, like if there are things that people are on the fence about, they usually don't fit. They usually don't fit right. And then, you know, you let that go and it's just, everything falls into place. I just love it. Michelle, where can my audience go to find out more about you? Yeah, you can find out more about me on my website at michelledomke.com. So it's M-I-C-H-E-L-L. D-O-M-K-E.com um, or Facebook and Instagram at Michelle Domke Organizer. And I will absolutely put those in the show notes for you. Thank you so much for being here. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. We'll talk soon. Okay. Bye. Bye.
If you're looking for more guidance and support during your journey to a more simple, less cluttered life, head over to my website at theorderlynest.com and sign up for my free Sip and Sort Sunday email challenges. Or join my private Facebook group, The Orderly Nest Community, where you'll find tons of encouragement, tips, motivation, as well as before and after photos from others along the same journey. And if you've been enjoying these episodes, please consider taking a minute to leave me a rating or review, which just helps me get the word out. Talk soon. Cheers.